What happens when a radio broadcaster gets let go from his sports talk job? Well, he tries to figure out what he wants to do next for a career. And in the meantime, joins the 4 million other podcasts on the internet and the John Cast is born. Join me each week as I talk to guests I find interesting or entertaining from the world of sports, play-by-play broadcasting, or whatever else sounds fascinating to me at the moment. The John Cast is what I'm doing until I figure out what I'm doing. Subscribe, download, and I hope you learn something along the way. Just tell me when you're we're we're live. Okay, we're live. I guess my first thing was just to kind of describe to you what this is, what I'm doing right now. And what are you doing? What am I doing? How am I doing? Yeah. Yeah, both. I'm doing fine. These aren't aren't challenging questions. You haven't changed much since we worked together. (laughs) No, that's that's true. That's true for sure. Um, I think this is what uh, retirement might feel like is when you don't have anything to do, but there's always something to do. I don't know. A lot of people complain they have nothing to do in retirement. If this is what retirement is, I fill my day up pretty quickly. Well, tell me this. How many podcasts do you listen to? Uh, I listen to a couple of podcasts. Um, Truly? Yeah. Yep. I have, you? you want you want honest to goodness truth here? Yeah. I have never listened to a podcast. Ever? Ever. Wow. It's Ever. Just like- and I, I can promise you this. I probably won't listen to yours either. <laughs> I, I don't doubt that. <laughs> I don't doubt that. Well, I mean, they're just radio shows. Right? You don't like radio? Actually, yeah, they are. But I'm saying that where do you find the time to listen to podcasts? Oh, when you're driving. A lot of it is when I'm driving instead of turning on, you know, like any AM sports talk stations or something like that. I'll I'll put on. I don't listen to those anymore either. (laughs) I don't listen to those. Every once in a while, I'll tune it in just to make sure I'm I'm relevant or current. John, when when they left me in a basket on someone's front porch, that was it for me. That was it. Just turned off the presets. <laughs> no, you, you you listen. I don't. I sometimes listen when I'm taking a shower. I'll put one on. I'll do it in the car um, when I'm walking around the house making supper or something. I'll put a podcast on. Eventually, it all adds up, and you'll listen to an episode or two. Well, I think you can probably find out a lot about a person by what they listen to. So, what do you, what podcasts have you listened to? Um, I my biggest podcast is the Joe Rogan podcast. That's what I listen to. Because he's kind of a whack job or what? It, he's a little bit uh, crazy, but I think the, I think he's a little misunderstood at times. I just like to listen to the guests and the guys he has on. The, either I want to laugh or I want to learn something. And he's got... He's well, got you came to the right spot today. You will get neither from me. You will, nor, <laughs> you will not laugh, nor will you learn a thing. Aren't you honored that, that you're the first guest, though? Maybe the first and last, John. Yeah, it could. Well, yeah, I might do this once and be like, this is awful. Nothing worked. I can't even get the microphone to hook up correctly here. I need Dave McCann, but I don't know. Maybe it will be the first and last. But, you know, Barry has a podcast. You haven't listened to that yet with with LePay? I haven't listened to it yet. I'm, I'm sure it's good, too, because if it has anything to do with Barry and Matt, it'll be professional. Unlike yeah. this. <laughs> Unlike this, which is in my house on a laptop. From- will you just tell me when, we, when, when we're going to start, will you, John? Okay, I'll let you know when we start. Uh, oh, we did. Have we started already? We started. We started already. Now, I maybe, that's, been... maybe that's the essence here. Now I'm kind of figuring it out. Maybe the essence of a podcast is, is you just pick up somebody or two people or three people in a conversation. Is that fair? That, that is the biggest reason I started listening to podcasts. It's because I was like eavesdropping on somebody's conversation. That, and it was fun. 
And that's what well, that, that sounds a little creepy. You were eavesdropping. Were you like <laughs> standing at somebody's window? I was what were you doing, window. John? I had a cup were you against fully the wall. clothed. You were clothed, right? <laughs> I was. I had clothes on. I think. I'm pretty okay. sure I did. Um, I haven't done a show or anything with you. I was just looking through my phone and I found pictures at Nikki's Dairy Bar when we did the show. Oh, wasn't that great? It was unbelievable. The I think they should set up a studio at Mickey's Dairy Bar and morning shows should just go there. You know what? I, I, I don't, I'm going to come out more true confession. I don't necessarily miss getting up really early in the morning to do what we did. I miss the feedback from our listeners. I miss those occasional contacts with our listeners. I miss uh, just the feeling after what you or me might have felt was a good show, a good time. I, I miss that we weren't able to give that or haven't been able to give that to our listener more so than anything else. I don't know if you feel the same way or not. Yeah, I mean, when I got canned, um, one of the things that really stuck with me was the people online that reached out, the listeners. And I was like, well, I didn't know that many people listen. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, th th it's the interaction kind of, I don't miss, I don't miss your morning show waking up that early. I'll tell you, I'll be honest, waking up. There are times, Lukey, I don't remember driving into work. I was half sleeping, I think. Well, Phil Dawson could have said that on any day of the week. <laughs> I got to get Phil on here as well. But, by and, the way. And, and said so many times to me when he arrived at work, I was still there when I arrived at work from the night before. You know, no, I, a, I, I, I was going to say, do you know he has a kid now? Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Okay. No, okay. I, I know what you're saying about interaction with, with people. And, and occasionally I'll look at Twitter. And I, I just think we had a very loyal core of listeners. I know we did. Um, for whatever reason, <laughs> for whatever reason. And, and that's what I miss. And I, I, I missed that opportunity to reach out to them the way we reached out to them. Um, I enjoyed our relationship on the show because I didn't think it was going to work from day one. And it did. I, I really, I wasn't looking forward to working with you because I thought we were oil and water. I just didn't think our two personalities would mesh in a two hour show because of the tempo that it had to be created. Yeah. Uh, and because we hadn't really sat down and talked at length about anything in our lives, no. but it did. I felt very, by the time, um, they got rid of me, fired my fat rear end. I felt really comfortable working with you. The same with Vogel. I, I enjoyed our time with Vogie. I, I miss Vogie uh, picking on him. Uh, Vogie showing up in all sorts of disarray, right? The most disheveled human being in the history of the earth. Because there could be no one else who looked like him. He would never be like mistaken, a mistaken identity. No way. right? Because no. no one else looked like him or dressed like him. He came in and like needed to take a shower and put clothes on and oh. comb his hair and brush his teeth. He brushed his teeth sometimes, wouldn't he? But he was committed. See, and you're you're committed. I mean, I love talking with you, and I love talking to Vogie about his kid and his family yeah. and your kid. So uh, this is a, this is my day of reckoning, where I can tell you that I really didn't want to work with you, John. But by the end of it, I missed working with you. Oh well, that's that's nice because I. I was so bummed when that ended because I was like, I thought we were just, I hadn't even been there a year. I was like, this is fun. You know, the two hours to me every morning seemed like it was 25 minutes. It would fly by. Yeah. And the thing about it is that that's 
when you know your show is working a little bit that yeah. you look at the clock and say, my goodness, where'd time fly? What, what? And when we had so many good guests and so many people who are part of our show, and there, there are moments now uh, when, when I sit back and, and I reflect on some of the people who, who, so, who were so dear to me, um, and I think about Robbie Andringa and all the times that we had Butthead on our show. And it's, it's occasionally I'll tear up a little bit thinking about it because I, I I miss him so much, and so so do all of his friends. But it was so wasn't it fun when when Butthead would would oh, just yeah. join us? He'd, he'd come into the studio and be part of the the experience, whatever we wanted to call that show that day. Yeah, yeah, and I would just sit back and and just let you do your thing, you know. It's because I remember because you're so good at interviewing. I remember the first time you interviewed me is for volleyball. It's because I started broadcasting. You're like, hey, what's broadcasting volleyball? And I remember at the end, I'm like, oh, I have no idea how to ask questions at all. Like and 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 I still don't, apparently. No, you're good at it. You're really good. at. You know, think about the people, you know, every Wednesday we have Wayne Larrabee, the voice. Oh, of the Packers every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, whatever. We had Matt LaPay, the voice of the Badgers. I mean, we had so many quality, Jeff Patricus. We had so many quality people. Mm -hmm. I know, you, you, I, you, I saw your, your body language on Patricus. I'm just well, we had, you know, we had Spoon. Don't you miss Spoon. our conversations with Spoon? Spoon, yes. Spoon and Larrabee was so good. Yeah, you're right. Oh, a staple. That's what I miss, okay? I don't miss going into that dump that toxic place they call a radio station. I don't miss that. I miss the people. Yeah. Well, and not none of the people that were ranked in management there. I don't miss any of that. But I miss you. I miss the people that we reached out to and the people we had on our show. That's what I missed. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, so how long have you been in some sort of broadcasting entity, whether that's writing or is it? It's really? Is this my, you don't want to go back to that. No, because, because I'm getting to something. feel so old. No, because you were recently recognized. I, I wrote down, I should probably ask Lukey about the Madison Sports Hall of Fame this past summer. That was, that was, that was neat. I, was, I feel honored by that. Uh, so many people factored into my life over the years that I've been here. I mean, you think about it, 50 plus years of covering the Badgers alone. But if you ask me about broadcasting, the first time I did a talk show was 1976. Whoa. On WIBA. 1976, John. What when were that? you born? Uh, 79. Seventy nine. Yeah. How's that? Huh? Yeah. So what? Is, what is this? What's this talk show like in nineteen seventy six? It was just what it implied. It, we, you know, Chuck Caton and me talked sports, and then I did Badger hockey with with Chuck in seventy seven. Uh, so that's where I really got started with with the radio end of it. Okay. Uh, okay. It's, how it's evolved though, it's it's dramatic, right? From just over the last 10 years to, to what we're doing right now at this moment. And I went through that whole rigmarole about what is a podcast? I guess a podcast is anything you choose it to be. Exactly. In any type of format, just talking, you can be more produced. You can have some sort of news angle, like anything you want. And everybody can do it. That's the thing. There's like millions of podcasts out there right now. Well, I'll, I'll share this with you. This is going to actually be aired, right? So someone might hear us talking right now. I, I hope it's yeah. potential. Someone will stumble into it and say, "Who are those two clowns?" Yep. I, I hope that we get to a point where we can be three clowns. I want to get Brian Posick involved. I told you that's my my creative idea. I, yeah. I think it'd be tremendous. We we all have you know 
something at stake here. We've, we've all worked together in the past. We all work for Learfield now. I think it'd, it'd be a hoot to do that at least once a week, get together with you and Brian and talk sports. I think that would be awesome. And we could and even I mean, do it in person. And our sports, John, yeah. our sports would be football, basketball, volleyball, and hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, got, we have like all the sports covered between the three of us. So what we need is so if whoever, if someone's actually listening to this, they, we need them to, re, you know, respond accordingly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we can get that done. I think we can get that done. You know, part of what I wanted to have you on too, is because I've got questions about like the teams. Cause I, okay. That's I fair. Think, I figure I, suppose people, I have to answer them. Yeah. I guess my first question is, are the Badgers even going to make a, a bowl game at this point? Yeah, they will. Okay. Um, I know everybody's disappointed. Come on, it's that's not breaking news. Uh, I'm disappointed too. I expected more from them, uh, but when I look, I try to be as reasonable as possible when I look what's happened thus far. So I, there are various stages that I've, I've gone through already. Number one, uh, when I saw the rankings this week and I saw Penn State ranked number four in the country, it told me two things. Okay, it's it's, it's telling me. Number one, that Penn State's really not the fourth best team in the country. Okay. And number two, that Wisconsin's really not as bad as a lot of people think they are for being one and three. Right. Because Wisconsin statistically dominated that game. Really, except one of the most important categories, and that's red zone, right? Okay. Yep. I mean, you think about it, too. They dominated that game in terms of numbers. And I know numbers don't mean much. They kept turning it over, and Merch was guilty of. Uh, two intentional groundings that factored in the first possession of the game and the last possession. But, but I see how well Penn state has gone on to play and we'll find out this weekend because they've got to play at Kinnick against Iowa, you know, number three against number four. Uh, but that, that I, I'm trying to hold on to it. I'm, you know, I'm looking for something to hold on to here as, as, as we move forward with Badger football, because obviously the, the way they played in the second half in the last two weeks is, extremely disappointing especially in the fourth quarter now that the one the one hope that i have is that what we saw in a graham mertz in two possessions on saturday in the second quarter what we saw out of mertz then mm-hmm. will be what we will see out of mertz in the future I, I thought what he did then i even highlighted it that he was over four and the badgers had negative yardage uh, when the drive started at 9.36 of the second quarter and Mertz completed a pass out of his own end zone to Jake Ferguson for 19 yards with pressure. There was a, a blitzing cornerback in his face. And then from that point on, he, he developed a rhythm throwing the ball. Now, I know that drive ended with some incompletions, but they were able to kick a field goal. They come back to the next possession. Braylon Allen picked up nine yards on first down. Aren't you a little bit intrigued by Braylon Allen? what he can give to this offense physically, right? Yeah, well, they, need you somebody. they need somebody because there's the offense. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll okay. get to that. Okay. But then with Mertz's completion to DK, two passes, uh, go back and look at the video on those passes. But an NFL quarterback could not have thrown the ball better. And an NFL receiver could not have made better catches than what we saw out of those two there. And, you know, made a 13-10 game. And that's I was, I was really optimistic going into the third quarter. Okay, maybe he's figured it out. Maybe it's all 
going to fall into place now. Maybe the light, that proverbial light came on for Graham Mertz, right? Because we've watched his struggles. I don't have to document that over again. He, he just hasn't been good. He, had, he played poorly at quarterback, and it's one of the reasons why the – maybe the main reason why Wisconsin wasn't 3-0 and playing Michigan. They should have been 3-0 and playing Michigan. The defense was good enough to be 3-0 and playing Michigan, but the quarterback wasn't good enough. The special teams weren't solid enough. But I saw just enough in that second quarter – I was anxious for the third quarter, and then he got hurt. He got yeah. belted. And so now the question remains again. What are we going to see out of Mertz when he plays again? And, you know, Chase Wolf is limited right now. He was a heavily recruited kid, as far as heavily being subjective to whatever you want heavily to mean. Uh, but that's been the – if you want to break down the offense, and I'm sure that's one of the questions you got on your little phone there, uh, quarterback play. You, any. Yeah. Any level of competition, you look at the quarterback. If you're not getting strong quarterback play, you're in trouble a little bit because the defense has played well enough to give them a chance to win all four games. The defense has played well enough to give them a chance to win all four games. Special teams have not been good, been inconsistent. Um, I think when we go further now, when we isolate the offense, uh, everybody's jumped all over the offensive line, and I can understand why. Um, I thought they would be more cohesive. I now in reflection think that the fact that Tyler Beach and Logan Bruss missed quite a bit of training camp may have factored into, I don't know, maybe Beach in particular didn't practice a lot before the opener. Bruss also missed some time. Um, and they haven't given them steady play at the tackles. I'm going to cut slack to Tipman and Nelson, center and guard, first-year starters. They're young. You're going to have to live with some of those mistakes, all right? Uh, Seltzner's, I, I think, been okay, but as a unit, they haven't been okay. But a lot, not a lot. Some of that has to do with the quarterback, because teams have been just loading up the box. Notre Dame opened up the game by removing one of the starting safeties and adding a fourth linebacker. So they, so before the ball snapped, they already got eight in the box. It's four, four, three. All right, it's just making it, it makes it a lot harder to block. Unless you have a marquee tailback, you know, you know, Jonathan Taylor, they can load up the box. Uh, Melvin Gordon, they can load up the box. James White, Monte Ball, on and on and on. Badgers don't have that elite tailback. No. So it, the 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 different entities have to work together for the offense to be successful. O line quarterback has to get the ball downfield once in a while, so they can't always cheat that safety. I mean, it's a total. It's like the antithesis of what we see on Sundays with the Green Bay Packers, where everybody's playing two high safeties and challenging the Packers to run the ball. Whereas on Saturdays, we're seeing everyone loading up the box and challenging the Badgers to throw, right? Yeah. So you seem you seem a little optimistic in the sense that, you know, what you listen to sports talk today, the Badgers are going to go one in 11. But you oh, see they might. Hey, I, I can't guarantee that they won't. But and I don't listen to sports talk, but I, I understand what you're saying. And, the, and but I'm trying not to overreact to anything yet. I, you know, I, I want to see them. Play again with Mertz. I want to see if Mertz is, uh, you know, they're any carryover to the Mertz we saw in the second quarter. Whenever that happens, uh, the schedule is, with the exception of Iowa, much more favorable now. Um, bummed out by the fact that they've lost eight straight games to ranked opponents. You know, bummed out by the fact that their uh, the last 19 games, 
or one game below 500 with nine and 10, right? Sure. Bumped yeah. out by the fact that the last time that they played at Illinois, they lost. Well, which kind of, yeah, which set Illinois, this at all in motion. Well, Illinois, yeah, you're right. It did. And then Illinois, I mean, what, what are people going to be saying if Brett Bielema beats the Badgers? Well, what are they going to be saying about Brett? I'm sure probably nothing kind because they didn't like <laughs> Brett when he was here. For whatever reason, yeah. I like Brett. I got along with Brett, and I like I Brett. Too. Yeah, I like so Brett. Now, okay, now I've, I've kind of dominated this, and it's not supposed to be that way. So tell no, me what you say. It what, is. what can you say? No, it is supposed to be that way. No, 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 no. You're the I, guest. Nobody I wants talk to talk too much. No, no, because honestly, I have to pick up my daughter in like 10 minutes. So we can we can go through a couple of different topics here. They want to hear you keep talking. I want to hear you talk. All right. What else you want to talk about? We'll just touch on very briefly because we don't want to bore people too much. Uh, Packers, I, I'm I'm confident that they've got a good team. I'm not confident that they can maneuver through this schedule. I was looking at the schedule. I mean, even the Bengals. Now it used to be the Bungles. Yeah. Posix team, LePay's team. They're better. Joe Burrow's fun to watch. I don't know if yeah. you've, you've seen any action. He's completed 73% of his passes, got nine touchdowns, four interceptions, been sacked 11 times. So trying to keep him upright is a problem. But Joe Mixon is a quality running back. Tyler Boyd, uh, Jamar Chase, his former teammate at LSU, has got 17 catches, four touchdowns. T. Higgins, they had, they had some offensive firepower. Don't know nothing about their defense. Logan Wilson's their leading tackler. They had a couple of picks in, in one of their games. It won't be a walkover to go to Cincinnati, but that, that's not what worries me. Uh, what worries me is they still have to play at Arizona on a Thursday yeah. night. They yeah. still have to play at Kansas City. Uh, they still play the Rams, don't they? Isn't that on the schedule someplace, too? Yeah. Man, uh, if they can navigate this schedule, you know, there shouldn't be any more questions about uh, how good they are. I just don't know how good they are on defense right now. And, they're, right. and the injuries are going to factor into it. They're already starting, right? They're already starting. Already starting. Uh, no, you're right. I mean, I just wonder because we're like a quarter of the way through the season now, and that's usually when we like to take a look at a team and see, well, uh, what are they doing well? What are they not doing well? And I look at the Packers, and I still have them like fourth best in the NFC. Yes, you have to. Yeah. And and then, then what you say with the upcoming schedule, that could that could drop them off even more. And they're three and one, so they're good. But how good are they is kind of my where I'm at. Well, okay, N name all the teams better than them today. Uh, the car in the NFC. Yeah. Or just in the hold on, I had I had that written down too. The Cardinals. Uh, yeah, that, that's a surprise that they've been really really good. They got so many weapons on offense. I, I I'm not buying their defense yet, but go ahead. Okay, uh, I've got the Cardinals. I've got uh, where did I put that? I will put the Rams right now. I think. Yeah, the, but they got. Did you see how they played yesterday? They just got. Yeah, but the Packers also had a a, a game. I put the yeah. Buccaneers, even though they got lucky. Yes, no, no, you got to put them there. Yeah, yeah, I put the Buccaneers ahead. How about of them. Dallas? How about Dallas? I I I don't know what to think about Dallas. Um, their defense has improved, and that's the that's the whole issue right now. If their defense can play more competitively, and it looks like they can, they got their their offense can score, man. They, I, they would got some, I would put down behind them, probably. All right, but you're right. Their offense, their offense can score, but but if they do get those wins against all these upcoming opponents, then I mean, now it's now the whole perspective. I think as a Packer fan would probably change. Well, before we we have to cut this short, what would because we haven't talked obviously in a long time. What were your thoughts on the hippy dippy quarterback? Did he bother you during the offseason? Does his uh, whole approach to everything now bother you? I mean, 
we we both would probably agree that we love watching him play. Yeah. No, um, honestly, it didn't bother me so much um, because I think he got to a point where he was just like, F it, I, I want to do what I want to do, and this is how I want to play it, and I don't care anymore. And I think his I, – I don't think his girlfriend affects players' fiancé, but I feel like she had a little something like, hey, you're at the end of your career. Get this – get done what you want to get done. You know, be you and, and demand more. Um, I didn't have a problem with it because he's coming off an MVP season and they're, they're already kicking him to the curb and he's on pace for like 30 some touchdowns again this year. And that's low. Oh, yeah, I, Look, we know how good he is. We know how talented he is. I, I think his body language at times wears on people just, you know, yeah. especially when he starts sulking on the field, oh, if yeah. it's not, if it's just not right, if it's not, the picture is not perfect. If something is didn't fall into place, like he wanted it to fall into place. Yeah, and he starts he comes the off body language. Baby. Terrible, yeah. terrible yeah. body language. So, what do you think of the hippy dippy quarterback offseason then? I tried to avoid him as much as possible. I can't, yeah. I can't listen to that BS. You know, everything is so calculated with him. It and was. it's fine. That's the way he wants to live his life. Yeah, good. He plays a lot of mind games. Uh, I just don't. I'm just not interested. I, all I care about is see what he's doing between the lines uh in in real games and then judge him accordingly then it, got you know, some people some people must like that some people like the, the little cat and mouse he might have been playing with the packers front office yeah by the way let's do this again and i'll have more time when it's not a monday when my daughter gets off school early but here's uh two brewers questions for you that Devin yeah. williams injury was what if you had to fill um, avoidable if Devin williams wasn't so greedy and selfish because so, that was a selfish move on his part. It was so totally idiotic. avoidable. Totally. I mean, how, the, 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 every player on that team uh, should express that to him, how selfish he was to do that in advance of the playoffs. Correct? It's correct. I thought it was the most idiotic thing of all time, and every fan and every probably teammate should have been livid. Should be that. pissed off at him. Yes. What was he think? What was he thinking about? He was thinking only about himself. He wasn't thinking at all. Um, what is success for the Brewers this year then? Uh, a matchup against the Giants or the Dodgers. Okay. Get to that. And let's let's see what happens. Okay. We've got to get past the Braves. And I think, you know, they split their season series. The Braves, you don't take the Braves lightly. Don't sleep on the Braves because they're better. And I think a lot of people give them credit for only because we don't know anything about them. I don't like their closer, former Brewer, Will Smith. Don't like them at all. Wow. Don't like them at all. So I think if it comes down to the short, you know, the short belief, the Brewers have still have an edge, even without Williams. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that as success for the Brewers. Get to the next, get to the CS. And yeah. and then take your best punch. Right. Oh, I shouldn't say that in light of Devin Williams. You got to change that phrase. See, come on. This is what, this is what Madison sports talk is missing in the morning. Comments like that. Right. I think a lot of people would probably vote the other way and say, this is, why it's been so beautiful to have both you clowns off the air. Yes. And some people might say that as well. Hey, I got to run. Can we do this again sometime? Anytime you want. I'm serious about it. I'd like to get us three together. Yep. I don't want to hone in on, you know, jump into your little land there, your little no. country, your little province. Come over to the John Cass land. That's what, by the way, I came up with John Cass podcast. That's well, all. It makes no sense to me. It's terrible. It's, it is. That's really why bad. I think we need some help. I know, but I already got a logo and everything, so I got to keep it, I guess. Really? Yeah. I had you know, Dawson that. did that, too. I mean, you know how that all ended up for him. 
I do remember that, that, that logo was great. It was. was. It was fantastic. It was. Wouldn't that be something if you could get the three of us, you, me, Posick, and then Dawson on top of it? We have the internet, Lukey. We can do that easily. We'd kill morning radio in Madison. Oh, kill. It would be. No one would stand a chance. We were killing it before. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks for figuring out Zoom. Uh, even though I haven't exactly figured it out on that my side. That might be a one and done, so don't hold your breath. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see. Hey, you know what? I enjoyed talking with you again. If nobody else... Yeah. I enjoyed talking with you again. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mike. See you later. See ya.